It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hi, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. We are in the Ulala studios. How was your evening, Simon? Listen, I had a wonderful dinner before to come here. I hadn't had an hamburger in 17 years. A hamburger, an hamburger. A hamburger. You haven't had one in 17 years. So, I don't know why. why because I don't know. I, no, I know why. Because I had a bad experience with a hamburger. Really? Yes. What was the bad experience with the hamburger? It just didn't taste good? or. So, I, I stopped by this fast food restaurant and the hamburger was so heavy, I could not digest it for two days. Oh. That was 17 years ago. Anyway, I had the most wonderful hamburger maybe of my life. Wow. So I don't know what... After 17 17 years. years, And how does your stomach feel right now? Because I know sometimes when you don't eat something like that for a long time... I know. I was afraid, especially because we do the show right after the dinner. But I'm feeling good. I'm jealous. Now I want a hamburger. When was the last time you had the hamburger? Well, I'm a vegetarian, so I haven't had a hamburger in about 10 years. However, I did cheat one time because I was in L.A. and I had to go to an In-N-Out burger. I can't. I just can't. That's the one thing. To a where? In-N-Out burger. Delicious. Oh, well, you haven't had a hamburger yet, really, then. We have to take you to In-N-Out Burger. But is it just grilled? It's grilled, yeah. They're delicious. They really? are delicious. Yeah. It's next level. You will love it. I'm telling you. Oh, my gosh. Now now I'm in the mood for Isn't romance. It? I want to romance a hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, so we're going to talk about a lot of things tonight. Love, romance. One of the things I want to talk about is how much do single men Spend on average trying to get that ooh, la, la. 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 The more you that. spend, uh, the easier. I don't know. Um, <laughs> let's, let's talk about that next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie in the Oulala Studios with Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Looking very handsome tonight, Simon. You see, I have my little blazer. I love your blazer. You're, you're such a snappy dresser, Simon. <laughs> it's for you, Angie. Well, thank you I very much. Up, that's a dinner for you. Oh, you're so handsome. So thank you. So listen. I can. Okay, so there's a study that says men spend $1,500 more per year than a woman does trying to have the Oulala. So basically, they're saying that the men's expenses are the dining out, you know, the movie tickets, other date stuff. But they also are lumping in there a gym membership. I don't believe that if they're going to include the gym that they spend more than women because we spend so much more, I think. On what? Trying to look good for you guys. I mean, hair, nails, makeup, new outfit. We're in the gym, too, trying to look good for you guys. So wait a minute. I mean, can you honestly say, Angie, that all these expenses is for the guys or honestly it is for you? Well, some of it's for us. I mean, what do you do specifically? To get ready for a date. Yeah. To get ready for a date, I will wax, you know, like hair. Okay. Uh, Anywhere. anywhere. I'm not talking about anything nasty, but maybe I am. Uh, So I'll wax, uh, get my hair done. Probably maybe get a spray tan if I'm feeling pasty. I will get my nails done. That's manicure, pedicure. Uh-huh. Um, I might get a new outfit. I might get a new dress. Well, well that, that you don't need to. Why? But because, honestly, you have plenty of outfits, 100 pairs of How do you shoes. know what's in my closet? Because uh, <laughs> I've Listen. Been, not to you, closet, but I think us men have to realize women have more pair of shoes than you can imagine, more dresses than you can imagine. So, we do, but when we're going out on a first date with you, we probably want to get something new and shiny and cute, you know? Nothing for? that we've ever worn before. Well, Just something special. Can I give you a pass on this? Don't don't buy anything new anymore. Okay, good luck. 
Good luck telling us not to buy anything new. Keep your money. Especially if we're going out on a date. We want to put our best foot forward. We want to look our best. We want to feel our best. If we have something new and sexy on, we're going to feel better. We're going to look better. Okay. What did Vidal Sassoon say? If you don't look good, we don't look good. (laughs) Now, Vidal has spoken some wise words. (laughs) That is a good... Those are wise words. Yeah, to sell shampoo. But, (laughs) yes, but I, I do think guys really... You know, we appreciate all that, especially the manicure, the pedicure, and all the hair stuff there. But about the new dress, the new shoes, I I mean, I think it's hard for us guys to understand why you do all that since you have plenty great, you know, outfit already in your closet. Because there's always something new and cute and styles change. Okay, can we compromise and say this is a reason you kind of use the guys, a reason to spend all that money where... No, because if it wasn't a date with you, oh, I have a new job interview. Oh, I'm going out of town this weekend. Oh, I need a new outfit. I'm joining a new gym. I have a new class. You know, there's always, listen, look, I don't have enough fingers here, Simon. One, two, three, 27,000 reasons to buy something new. Can you give us right now the amount of pair of shoes you have in your closet? If I had to ballpark. Right now. Guess. Less than what would fill a ballpark, probably. Um, Here we not go. Not much less. <laughs> okay, so at least you have a hundred pair of shoes. At least I probably have mm, no, I like seventy. You have seventy maybe. pair of shoes. Producer Jill, how many pair of shoes do 50, you have? Fifty, maybe. She has fifty. So okay, so is it not enough? No, it's not enough. Well, it is right now. But next week, I probably need a new pair. For the I new mean, season. Well, because new new styles come out okay. often, okay? So, uh, yeah, 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 honestly, yeah. a lot of this is to look good for you guys. So, just appreciate I just, it. I, I love it. I just come wish on, you don't spend baby. so much money. Don't ask all these questions. Yeah, just let me look good for you. questions guys want to understand <laughs> in the mind of a woman. All right. 70 pair of shoes. Hey, I don't know. It's just a ballpark. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're going to talk about dating more. Is it harder for single men or single women to date in today's world. Do you guys really want relationships? Are we this? Are we still in hookup culture? What's going on here? A lot more dating conversations coming up on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. So listen, we were talking before about what we do to get ready to go on dates as women, as men, mm-hmm. the preparation, the money that we spend to look good. And now, Simon, you were saying that you don't notice, you don't care. No, no, it's not. No, I no. said what I did do. You say? I do notice, okay. but I bluntly think women are doing it for women. Uh-huh. We, us men, know you like it, but we love you from nakedness to dress up the same. So we, us men, our eyes are not constantly stimulated by that. You're not stimulated by, by the, the accessories and everything. Yes, but not the constant novelty of new shoes, new boots, new bags, new accessories, new earrings, new this, new that. Right. We do not really care. But we, we love you to look good. We don't mm, need to buy Maybe we new want things. you to care. I don't know. Jordan is our assistant producer. Hi, Jordan. Hey. Jordan, how old are you? 25. Okay, Jordan, when you go on dates with women, do you pay attention to you know the whole full package? Do you notice nails, hair, outfit? Yeah, that, like, I, I think that the way a girl dresses is an extension of her personality. Yeah. So I do try to pay attention to that. Yeah. Um, if you get new shoes like every day, like if it's like not every day, <laughs> but like, oh, I got this pair. Oh, I, I did right, this. I right. did that. The, the, the compliments are probably going to, you know, stop. But right. But to my point, Jordan, uh, once you're in a relationship, how much does it matter to you? The new shoes, the new dress, the new bag, the new accessories? It, it matters to me to an extent because it matters to her. And if I'm in a relationship with her. You know, oh, you got something new. You like that. For so. her happiness, but for yours. Well, isn't that mutual? 
Mm. You don't answering the question. <laughs> well, Jordan, I think Jordan because, likes to dress too. Jordan is a little but, bit of a fashionista, so I guess I, if the guy is really into fashion too, it might make more of a okay, difference. Maybe. I like that, but I do think women dress for women. Yes, and we women do. look at each other women more than we look at, at them on that. Absolutely, 100%, and I want to so, talk about that more too because I agree with you, Simon, on that. I mean, that's the big difference. Who are we really dressing for around here? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> is it for the ooh-la-la or is it for the other girl? <laughs> that's my real point. Yes, let's talk about that when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're having a heated debate in the Ulala studio. Yeah, it's very hot, Ulala. <laughs> well, this all started because we were talking about how much we spend to look good on dates. Apparently, men spend more than women. I disagreed. I said there's no way when you talk about all the preparation we do, like hair, nails, new outfit. Um, Simon, you think that's a little unnecessary? You're more into the person? I, I Yeah, I just said, you know... I've, I've many women's friends, ex-girlfriends, I've asked them the question, who do you really dress for? Mm-hmm. You know, when you go out in a club, who do you look at? Women look at other women's outfit in a room totally. you know, 10 million times more than you oh, and I totally. don't know ever. So that's where I come to the conclusion, you really dress up when we go out to a club or restaurant. It's not for me. No, it's not. It is to look good to the other girls, too. But it's also and, for you, because I want you to think that you have a fashionable, but, cool girl with you. Absolutely, but my eyes will not recognize the latest fashion when it comes to bags, shoes, the shoes from last year. I loved them last year. I still love them this year. But other girls will look at your shoes and know those and shoes. And yes, are- those are the new season, whatever, whatever. Yes. Those are like they're right off the runway. We and, know. And so we read the magazines and everything. Are there things that we wear, uh, women, or things that we do? For you guys that you don't understand if we show up on a day well, like you're wearing mink false eyelashes, why? Like it, anything like that? I would say what I, what I don't some, always sometimes understand more now is the amount of time spent in the bathroom. But now I get it. You know, women will go leave the, the table, go to the bathroom often, I think, to fix themselves. Yes. And a girlfriend of mine said, and then in the bathroom, you look at other girls, too. And, and we chit-chat. Yeah, where'd guys, you get that lipstick? There is no, and Jordan here, who's, who's, who's a younger guy than me, but so like, when we go to a club or something, you don't spend time talking to guys in the bathroom ever. No. Barely high. And you, you would mo- probably feel like right they were hitting no, on you. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so that's another big difference. Right. When we go out, we well, want to spend social. all the time with you at the table, the woman. Okay. We would not spend a minute more at the bathroom I agree. To guys. We're a little bit more social, but I want you guys to think about it when we come back. Tell me what you don't like when you see it on a woman. Okay. If we show up on a date, you're like, oh, why are you doing that? What are you wearing? What's going on? That's coming up next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie having a big heated debate in the Ula La studios tonight about mm-hmm. how we women go a little extra when we get ready for a date. You know, sometimes we spend a little too much money on the new outfit, the new bag. Mm-hmm. Um, Simon, you were saying a lot of that's really not necessary. I'm curious. And you also say that a lot of times we're doing it for women, which is partially true. Yes, because I was raised that elegance is simplicity. So that's very different. You know, the less you wear, you know, the more elegant you are. You that's know. true. It, um, elegance is simplicity, like, you know, refinement, yes, classic, it's, clean. It's, it's simple. And, and, and as my mom said, the most elegant woman in the room is the woman that doesn't flash at first. Yes. Uh, you can always tell when a woman is trying too hard. Oh. Right? So, and talk about this, what, what, you know, like too much makeup. Too much makeup. You don't like when a woman, yes, I asked you to think about what that, turns you off. I don't know about it, Jordan here is, is, is half my age. But too much makeup. Why too much makeup, Simon? Because it's vulgar. It's vulgar. It's vulgar. It makes you think cheap, Yes, something like that? 
I don't know about Jordan, but I really love women who wear very little makeup. And when you uh, see them at night and you see them in the morning, it's not that different. It's the same person. Yeah, because, you know, exactly. And we like you like you are. Right. Reduce the makeup. Oh, the makeup is so good these days. There's such trickery that goes on. There's wizardry with the makeup and the contour. You could look like a completely different person. Do you feel the same, Jordan? Jordan's asked my age. Yeah, no, I feel feel the same way. I like how you said um, the the overdoing it. Um, Yeah. I once had a girl show up in like a giant, like, puff daddy, like, giant fur coat. And it's like, we're we're just hanging out. Wow. So, like, too, you're going too much. Yeah, like that. Like too many accessories. Too like the big fur coat. Exactly. It's like we're at a baseball game. Why are you right. wearing a fur coat? Yeah. Uh, but like too many accessories. They always there's a saying that always says when you are leaving to go out somewhere, always take one thing off. Well, because it means you probably have too much stuff going on. When you wear too many accessories, you're just hiding your insecurity. Ah. The only reason that you have so much on you or with you is because deep down in your heart, you're an insecure. You know, a sweetheart. You're trying to dress up so, uh, whatever's going on inside. Absolutely. The more I see women with crazy accessories, overdoing it, whether it's the fur coat, whether it's the big ring with this, I know inside there's an insecure sweetheart that needs to come up and be kissed. There's too much clutter out here, yeah, meaning it, there's clutter inside. They, they need a lot of love. Right? Every time I see that, I know it's somebody who needs Aww. a lot of attention and love. It's see? a call for attention. Wow, that's crazy. I never thought of that. My mom has a saying about your home. She says a cluttered house is a cluttered soul, meaning don't have a big, messy house, too many things on the wall, clean and simple. And I think you hit on that in the same way, saying if you're trying too hard to accessorize, too much clutter on the outside might mean too much clutter on the inside. It also, Yeah, and a sign of insecurity, but that means you need a lot of hugs and you need a lot of kisses. And the other thing is cologne. You know, a bad cologne kills perfume. it. Yeah, perfume okay, so for perf- women. Perfume. So go very light on the perfume, right? Because that, that kills the mood. Right, well, Jordan? I agree. It's, it's, it's too a, much. Too much. And what about guys? I mean, do you think... Oh, the cologne. I always have a rule. If I'm not right next to you and I can smell your cologne, it's too much. You're wearing too much. Cologne is supposed to be like this little surprise when you're nuzzling up on someone's neck and then you get that whiff and it's like, ooh, it's so sexy, un- subtle and understated. But if I if you're in an elevator and I'm six blocks away and I can smell you, <laughs> we've got problems with the cologne. And, I, and a lot of guys will take that I you know the the cologne bath and it whoa. Same. It's an insecurity because they're afraid to be rejected. They think they don't smell doesn't smell good. Or they're afraid of the shower. Maybe. That I don't too. know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they need to run to the shower. You gave us some good tips, guys, on things that maybe we're doing a little, too, we're going a little too extra. Tone it down. We all need to tone it down. Simplify. Simplicity is elegance. I love that saying. You know, simplicity. I'm going to think about that when I'm getting ready. Simplicity is, is elegance. Elegance. The more simple you are, the more elegant you are in life. I love it. Okay, Simon. Yes. We're going to switch gears. Okay. When we come back, we're going to do date. Or dump one of our favorites. Let's do it. Find out what's going on in this person's dating life. That's coming up on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, it's time to play Date or Dump. Or Stop ou Encore in Paris. Yes, and this is where we take emails. People have a question on whether or not they should continue dating this person or if they should dump them. Mm -hmm. And we'll let you know. So this comes from Anastasia, Anastasia from Elizabeth, New Jersey. Hello, Simon and Angie. The guy I went out on a date with earlier, I thought he was really cool until he told me that he liked me way better than the women he met up with before me. Also on the same night. So he, I guess, had been going out on dates before Mm -hmm. he went on a date with her same day. I don't know if he's just super honest or really insecure. I'm also not sure if I should date or dump him. What do you guys think? I don't know. What do you think, Simon? 
Um, I would give him a second chance. I like the truth. He likes you more than two other girls. Maybe he saw you on the first date. You're not exclusive. I think it's okay to go on a cafe and have a, a drink with him. And then if he does it again, of course, no more chance. But I like to give the chance for somebody to either explain or get a bit more, you know, a deeper conversation. Do you think it matters what she wants? Like, if let's say she's cool with it, then you should date him. But what if she wants a serious relationship? Should she still date him? I think she should give him a chance and follow intuition. So I explain, Angie. So basically, why she should date him is because he's been honest with her. I yes. like honesty. Yeah. Uh, At and, least he's honest. And that's, that's a good start. The, the most important yes. at the beginning. Honesty. Now, you know, date number two, if he starts to compare again or bring back ex-girlfriends, the girls before, you should never see him again. And if it stops, Angie, well, maybe there is love coming. So I would say please give him a chance. Date. But don't you think it should be if um, she wants to be in a relationship, she should be honest as well and tell him that on the second date and see what his reaction is before she decides? Because she Yes, she should. But we don't judge a book by its cover. Okay. So, so the date first again. date is the cover of the book. And then you read the book starting the second date okay. when you open the book. I think she needs more information. So I agree. I agree. Date. Date. Date him. We, there it is. There's the bell. That yeah. means you better date him, The girl. bell of love. Yes, but I think you need to dig deeper, ask him questions. Open the book. If you're wondering if you should date or dub someone you're seeing, email us at simonandangie.com. More The Rendezvous coming up next. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. We've been talking a lot about dating tonight mm-hmm. and, you know, the way you show up for a date, how women get really um, into, you know, fashion and makeup and hair and nails and what is kind of a turn off and what is a turn on for men and a lot of people calling up to talk about this. So let's go to the phones. If you want to call yes. up, 855-905-8255. That's our number. Let's go to Toledo, Ohio. We have Sydney on the phone who wants to add to this list. Hey, Sydney. Hey. Hey, how you guys doing? We're good. good. How are you? I'm okay. I'm all right. Yeah, I want to talk a little bit. You know, the, one of the things that I, I really can't stand is I, I, I'm sorry. I know they're popular. I know women love them, but I just don't like when women wear spanks. I don't like that. What are spanks? <laughs> what are, what are spanks? I don't let, know the words. Let's tell Simon. Spanks are, it's like a body shaper. So it kind of like, like, it's almost like, you know, uh, biker shorts, like the cyclists wear the yeah. shorts, the tight. So it's like that. And it sort of sucks in, you know, your waist and uh, flattens your tummy. It's like a body cinching thing. Okay. So, I didn't know it was called and spanks. I, I, I get what you're saying because... Is it because it's an optical illusion? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, I mean, sometimes I've dated girls that wear Spanx, and then they they don't have their Spanx on. They look the same. Other times, girls take off Spanx. It's like opening a can of biscuits. It's like, you're, that's not like, what I signed whoa. up for. Like, whoa. Yeah, there's nothing uh, less sexy in the ooh-la-la department than when a woman is getting naked and there's a pair of Spanx on. It's like, what? It's almost like granny panties. You guys give a hard time. All that matters is not the Spanx. It's what's under the Spanx. Oh! What's under the Spanx? So I just think... Well, sometimes we didn't realize that there was that much under there, though. Like, the Spanx can really suck you in. What's underneath to look like what's on the outside. Okay, so no Spanx, you're saying. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for the tip. I it's mean, interesting indeed. Isn't it? Yeah. Everybody has their taste, but if I've worn Spanx and been on you a date, I, I wore them in the past. Like right after I had my baby, I wore Spanx a little mm-hmm. bit. But I would definitely go in the bathroom first and get all sexy and not let him see me take my Spanx off because I don't think that's a good look. <laughs> but that's just me.
You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Our phone lines are open right now, 855-905-8255. Hello, Simon. Bonjour, Angie. Bonsoir. Bonjour, bonsoir. Let's go to the phones. We have a call from Lafayette, Louisiana. Say hello to Amber. Bonjour, Amber. Hello. Hey, Simon. Hi, Angie. Angie, I love you. You're awesome. Amber, you're so sweet. I love you, too. Thank you so much. (laughs) Amber, what is your uh, question for Simon and I? Okay. Uh, I don't want you guys to judge me for this. I'm serious. I, um, no judgment. This is a judgment-free zone. It really is. All the Thank time. You. Thank yes. you. Um, You're welcome. Oh, I've been cheating on my boyfriend, and it's out. He knows. He went through my phone, and as soon as he found out, I did end things with the person I was cheating on him with, um, mm-hmm. and it's been kind of a rough patch. He feels, my boyfriend feels like he really just can't move on and can't get over it until I give him all the intimate details of my cheating. He wants to know everything, and I don't want to tell him everything. I think that's inappropriate. I mean, beyond that, the affair was, like, the best sex I've ever had in my oh, life, no. but that's all it was. That's all it was, but I don't so, want but, to tell him that. So it wasn't, like, one time with this amazing sex guy? It was a bunch of times with this amazing sex guy? Yeah, it was okay. a couple months. Yeah, Amber, you said two important things. Uh, you're right, you should never share the details of what happened in the bedroom because for a guy who is so visual, our imagination is like sucking up the poison yes. and he's going to recreate the scene. I've been there, so do not, under any circumstances, share the details. Just say it actually it was the worst ever and minimize any form of graphic at all. Okay. Right, I, missionary. That's it. Two minutes in the in the in the dark. I, I, if right. You, any yes, any details you can stay away but, from because he's going to hold it over your head. I feel like that's going to be the bat that he beats you with all the time when he talks about it or when you guys talk about it. And it shouldn't, you know, it doesn't. The details don't matter. You cheated. He but, knows you cheated. And basically, the guy wants to know if her lover was better and bigger. If you get my drift, that's right. number one fear. Don't you, ever say that. Never, <laughs> never. And Amber, the second lesson of this is you said. My lover was the best sex I've ever had. That's why you actually cheated on your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So if you look back, you have to say, lesson learned. One, either my actual boyfriend and I get better in bed and I won't look for somewhere else, or really I have to break up with my boyfriend because when the lovemaking is not good and you find it somewhere else and it's so good, something is off in the relationship. Do you agree with that, Amber, that, that your sex life wasn't all that you wanted it to be and maybe that's why you strayed? I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're gonna have to maybe if you want to stay in that relationship, I would try to like really focus on your sex life. Then make it better, make it what you wanted it to be, or make it what it was with cheating guy. So hopefully, you know, you guys can go from there. It's the base of it all. If the love making is not passionate and good for both, it's a matter of time until something like this can happen or you break up. So I totally okay. understand, Amber. So we'll keep you secret here at the rendezvous. With NG and I, always, but, but always. really remember that if there's not the passion, really good, you about to fail. So, lesson learned on this. Yeah, good luck to you, Amber. Yes, bunch Thank chance. you. All right, thank you so much for calling. We're taking calls. You can call us with a question, anything about romance, love, sex, you name it. Eight five five nine zero five eight two five five. It's the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So we just talked to Amber, who mm-hmm. uh, cheated and her husband wants all the details. This is a bad idea. I mean, don't ask for details if somebody cheats, right? Don't ask for the details. Don't ask ever for the graphics. Don't 
No. No, you don't want to know that because you're going to replay that movie in your head over and over again. And, and it's a sick movie. Uh, it is. So, Simon, what do you think, like, it would take to get over cheating if you're in a relationship? Let's say you cheated one time um, and the person that you're with is like, okay, I'm going to forgive you for this one time. But you know people hang on to that. So what are some things if you – let's say you're the one that cheated on me, Simon. Mm -hmm. What are some things you could do to make me feel better about this relationship? Because now I'm in a place where I know you cheated and I might not trust you for a while. Well, first first and foremost, in asking forgiveness, you have to be honest, right? Yeah. And then you have to show that you're really asking for forgiveness. So you have to say how, how often you are sorry. You have to make up for the hurt. You have to do to make you happy. You have to buy the flowers. You have to write the handwritten note. You have to do everything to bring back, to calm down your disappointment in me, to, to, to give you a chance to tell this man is not as bad as you know, I thought for a second he was. Mm-hmm. And repair comes with a lot of patience, with you know, asking humbly for forgiveness. Yeah, the, the, a lot of patience is so important because when, so, a, when a deception happens like this, you have a lot of work to do to, and, to get back but, to a good place. But, but, and I have uh, two friends of mine. They've been married for eight years, two kids. She cheated on him. And so he had to be in that situation. And I told her, what do you do? She said, I do extra. But there's one thing our therapist told is that at one point, the one who's been cheated on has to either accept to forgive, but he cannot use this forever. You nailed it. You nailed it. To persecute yes. the one mistake. Yes. And I, that is so on point. I was going to make that point myself. I'm so glad you did. Well, I want to talk more about that. Let's because do that. That's something that, that the victim of the cheating really needs to learn because nobody will ever, you know, you'll never get it back to that relationship if you're constantly bringing it up. So let's talk about that when we come back. Let's more cheating discussions. We've all been there mm-hmm. <laughs> on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, you made such a good point about cheating and forgiveness yes. before we went to break. What Remind people of yeah, what you said. So I've learned it from a friend of mine, and she cheated on her husband. And um, she told me that at about a year into it, the therapist, she said, you know, the one who's been cheated on cannot hold the grudge forever mm-hmm. and become a persecutor mm-hmm. because there is a little tendency from the upset feeling to the guilt feeling of the person who did it once. And then at the end, it becomes the reverse where you persecute forever and ever and ever on everything. The it's person exhausting. Does, and you break every chance of forgiveness. So forgiveness is to be given with love, not with hate. Right. And you have to really... Be honest with yourself. There was a proverb I read. I think it was like a Buddhist thing that I read a long time ago that has stuck with me forever and ever. And the saying said, to forgive but not forget is to bury the hatchet with the handle sticking out. Meaning, you didn't really bury the hatchet because you're waiting to chop me down whenever. Exactly. And that's why, if you want a chance, couple therapist is so needed when you have been, your heart broken in two pieces Get the necessary help. My sister's a shrink. She does it in Paris all the time. Mm -hmm. Because the hate and the anger, and you're married, so you can imagine, that you feel when you're it's unstandable. Yes. And you want to hurt the person, but at one point, you hurt everything. So... You know, there's a place for that, and that's where a couple of therapists are wonderful. I, I think therapy is a great idea because when you make that decision to forgive somebody and, okay, let's continue this relationship, you really have to dig your heels in and realize there's a long road of work ahead. Something was missing somewhere. Something somewhere was missing. Yeah. Find out what that is. Fix that. And then forever happy. I totally agree. Which I land up this. I think the couples who have survived forgiveness 
are the strongest, most ever couples. Because once you survive this, you're indestructible. It's like when you break a bone and it heals. It heals stronger yeah, in that place. It does. And your relationship can heal as well. So, so I love it. Uh, we have a bonjour, Simon Marcel, coming up, yes, Simon. Yes. We get so many emails. This one is from a woman who has a question about her cheating husband. Uh-huh. Continuing on this theme, when we come back on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. I'm Angie Taylor. Hello, Simon. Bonsoir, la belle Angie. Bonsoir, and Bonsoir. I will say bonjour as we are now doing Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Love that segment. I do, too. We take your emails all the time at simonandangie.com mm-hmm. and uh, ask us advice. If you need advice on anything, we'll answer your email on the uh, answer your email on the air. And let's get to one right now. Selena from Fairfield, Connecticut. She says, bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Selena. I recently found out that my husband had an affair with a woman he works with. Ooh. Mm -hmm. The affair ended, but they still work together, and he's not in a position to quit his job at this point. Oh, um, we're trying to work through it, but I don't know how I'm supposed to be okay with him working with her, knowing all that happened. So do you have any advice on how I can deal with this? That's really tough. He, He can't quit his job. She probably can't quit her job either. Oof, what is she supposed to do? I mean, I would think the same thing if my husband were going to work every day with a woman he had an affair with and there's nothing he can do to take himself out of the equation. What do you think she should do? Uh, but Selena, first of all, thanks for the email. You have the magic tool, the intuition. There's nothing you can do. You're going to have to trust yourself and trusting him. I explain. There is insecurity from the past and there's reality from the present. Mm-hmm. So your intuition is the tool which makes you think or feel right or wrong. Mm-hmm. And that is your instrument. When a pilot in an airplane is lost in a storm, he cannot see anything. Everybody always say, trust your instrument. Mm. That's how you get as a good pilot of an, any storm. When you, when you are, don't know your emotions, don't know how to control the plane, mm-hmm. You go to the instrument, Selena. Yes. Your intuition is your instrument. You're on autopilot. Trust your instrument. Trust your instrument. I like that saying. In the darkness, at night, pilots, people, captains of boats know one thing. When I don't know where I'm going, I trust my instrument. And, and that's her instrument is her intuition, intuition. and her heart, yes, right? Yes, because you, you, you're feminine. You, we don't have it, guys. The guys don't have it. We have an instinct. The female intuition is a, is, is a sixth sense. It's hard to understand when you've been cheated on, though, what is your intuition and what is your suspicion? Because now you are in a place where you've been deceived, and so maybe you're but, not trusting your instruments right now. Exactly. So you have to trust your instrument. And another thing, if your instrument is ringing you know, like an alert, just talk to him. Talk to him. Tell him. Tell him, I'm worried about this. Right. Let's talk about it. Right. So that's how you do it. And finally, as always, if you suffer from anxiety, go see a shrink, go see somebody who can help you with this. But it's a tough situation Selena is in. But women, and I'm jealous, you have it. Mm. You know with the intuition who's lying and who's not. Yeah. Men don't know nothing. You don't know anything? I think you you might suspect... If 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 the relationship suspect, changes, if there's a feeling that are, changes, you would know. We suspect logically. Yes. We do not give life. Right. And as and my mother always told me, I think it's that 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 women can give life. They have a a, a sixth sense, a dimension. Um, we we can sense yes. emotional cues because we can read our baby's cries. Every, we know our husband's eyes when he looks at us or a certain even way. Even if your husband is away, you can feel if there's shenanigans. Have you ever been away from your husband? 
And I don't mean cheating, but you feel it in yourself. That he's up to no good? Yes. Um, maybe only if his patterns change when or, he's gone. Like if he's not, you know, calling me at the end of the night, if he's missing from the phone for six hours at a time, I'll be like, what is going on? This is something feels wrong and my instruments are off. What's happening? Trust your instrument. Just remember, every I pilot like in the world always say when we lost at sea, when we lost in the air, we lost in space. The only thing we can trust are instruments mm-hmm. and women. Your intuition is it. It's a very good internal instrument. I like that. It's It's got to be hard. I mean, if he can't, I would ask if he can maybe move to a different department at his work as well. Maybe that's a thing. But it's also up to him really to reassure her all the time for, for the time being because they have to work together. He needs to reassure her that nothing is going on. Absolutely. Communication is key. Communication is the best friend of any relationship. Right. We always talk about it, you and I, Angie. Every time he works late, I would be like, why is he working late? Or if he's passing her in the hallway, is he giving her like the eye? Like, what is happening at work? But, yes, trust your instruments. I love that piece of advice. It's it's your best friend, your last resort. Yeah, we wish you the best of luck. That's a tough one, but good luck, Selena, okay? Uh, More of The Rendezvous coming up next with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. I had so much fun tonight, Simon. Another great show tonight, Angie. Thank you. It was really good. We talked a lot about cheating, uh, about how much single people spend trying to get that ooh-la-la, meaning uh, what are you spending on your clothing and the dates and the perfume and the look uh, and all the dating. And you had a great Simon Says during that. Yeah, I I did. It's a reminder. And you all remember Coco Chanel from the brand Chanel. Gabrielle Chanel. Yes. Yes. And my father knew in the old days. It Did was, he really? He was, was Coco Chanel lawyer. Oh my! You just... Oh my God! Yeah, he, he was Coco Chanel, the one oh. and only, the Chanel bags and so on. So oh. anyway, Coco Chanel said her definition of elegance when you dress up, when you go somewhere, and she said simplicity is the keynote of all true elegance. Simplicity is the keynote of all true elements. That's so. I can so see her saying that because it so shows in the Chanel clothing. Absolutely, less is best. Oh. So the that, inventor of the little black dress would say that, yeah, right? The dear, dear Coco Chanel. Hey, by the way, if you missed anything from the show, today was a great show. You can listen to all the podcasts on the iHeart app. Just search for Rendezvous or go to simonandangie.com where you can also see episodes of In Bed with Simon. Yes, if you want to see what's up on that bed in the middle of the mall, just check it out. What is all up the, on that bed? Yeah, ooh, la, 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 la. <laughs> yes. Check it out. Giving advice the to people. The and all the past episodes. The next ones are going to be unbelievable. I heard they're a little crazy. They're all New York episodes. They are New York episodes. We just filmed them. They're starting in a week or two. I Don't love miss it. them or just go simonenergy.com. Check us out. Yes, check us out. Check us out all the time. Check us out online. Check us out on iHeartRadio. Check us out on your radio stations. Check us out. Love it. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.